2: Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here, Van Halen, Chicken Foot, Sammy in the Circle, but anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time, and the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! Hello, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between. You have joined us for a new edition of, and the podcast will rock. We are the Van Halen Show, the show that dives into the catalog and discography of Van Halen themselves, one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time. You know the drill. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. Joining me as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, how you feeling? Yay! Yeah!
1: feeling pretty good it's a october is a really shit month for me when it comes to work i got tons of stuff on the go work wise uh i'm producing 48 hours of live television this month in the span of three days uh pretty much consecutively so i'm gearing up for that so that's why uh we don't have a ton of guests on in october but one thing we are going to do barking i wanted to talk to you about it here on the air uh we've had a lot of great guests uh, on our show a lot of big you know other podcasters authors Uh, of course greg Renoff. I uh, was a huge mm-hmm. one, Eric Senich, uh, Kelsey, uh, everyone's uh, favorite Kelsey. Uh, but we're going to get back to, to this more Van Halen fan shows, and we've uh, I've been going through the list, and we've got quite the list of people who have reached out at one point or another and asked, "Hey, if you ever want to guest on the show, I'd like to come on." Um, so we're we're slowly going to start making our way through that list, and uh, our first guest uh, will be on uh, next week's show. But I just wanted to ask the folks if you're interested in coming on our show, maybe let's keep it to um the emails because sometimes uh between twitter messages and emails and facebook and whatever i might miss the odd one so if you can either uh, email us uh podcast at gmail.com or you can go to our uh, our uh, web page and there's a form on there you can fill out and uh, we'll keep all the uh, requests to coming on the show right there so i can keep track of them a little bit easier
2: we're in high demand and it's yes. uh all because our listeners really dig what we do and we appreciate you and we appreciate the fact that you too want to talk about Van Halen as much as we do. So thank you. Thank you for that. And uh to those of you who have requested so long ago, patience, we are we're getting to you, trust me. Um producer extraordinaire Corey, he he uh he's only got so many hands and you know, he's in so many pots, and so he can only do so <laughs> much, you know. That's but right. We're and, trying. Uh, we're, we're getting we to are
1: it. trying. I, I know there are a couple of requests that came in in April. And here we are uh, in October. Oh, so my, my apologies uh, for making you wait so long, but we are going to get you on the show. And uh, good Lord be willing, the wheel will be kind
2: to you. Oh, boy, that's that, that seems to be our lot, though. People are so excited to get on the show. And then when we have them most of the time it is not exactly the song they want to hear, nor is it the era they want to hear. And, and we're, and we're sorry for that. But again, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the spin of the wheel. Uh, our apologies to Greg once again, because he yes. was, he was so excited and then just, we just watched his soul die as we spun. <laughs> How many
1: you say know, I, <laughs> and I may have to jump him up in the queue a little bit. Uh, maybe we'll try and get him on before Christmas. Cause, uh, Everyone's still busting my chops about getting the mulligan for the DLR boys. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get Greg on there. And uh, you know, we, we, we got a lot of the lot of the junk off the wheel, so we're bound to, to spin a better cut for Greg next time he's on.
2: That's true. The the odds are more in our favor the the more we go along, which is which is good. I did not anticipate that. I was afraid when we started this show that we were going to just spin hit after hit after hit and it was going to be great. And then we were just going to hit some of the, uh, the not so great ones and just hit this lull. And then I don't know, I don't know what would have happened, but part of that is what makes the show fun, uh, for us, it, it, at least, uh, I hope you, the listener have fun as well, because you never know what the wheel is going to spin us. Sometimes it's a gem, sometimes not so much, but uh, that that's why you tune in, right? Yeah, of course. Of course it is.
1: Well, and right now, uh, we're the only two people on the planet who don't know what the song is. Because if you clicked on this, uh, it's Friday. And it says right in the title what the song is. But as we're recording this, we have no idea. And I Yeah, know that exactly. It, it's scary to a lot of our guests. They're like, you don't really just spin a wheel, right? Like, I can prep beforehand. I'm like, nope, no prep. We, we <laughs> like, legitimately nope, we, we spin, spin a wheel.
2: wheel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we're not lying to you every time. That's, that's why I always, uh, ask the guests when we have them on, it's like, you can confirm this wheel is real, right? Like uh, we're spinning this wheel. Uh, I assure you it's, it, there is no funny business occurring there. No. And
1: this wheel is, is fucking with me tonight because I always do kind of a a practice spin, uh, before we get rolling here. And the practice spin tonight was pound cake, which is one of our most uh, anticipated tracks. I know Brett Cooper, has demanded I call him when we roll pound cake. I know Kevin Brown from the Tom Petty podcast has demanded we call him when we spin pound cake. We, we can have like 10 people on the panel whenever we spin pound cake.
2: I mean, for real though. And just uh, look, you guys, I'm right there with you. I want to hear pound cake just as much because I absolutely love that song. That's one of my favorite Van Halen uh, uh, tracks. So it, who knows? Who knows what might happen? This might turn into uh, kind of just a... Uh, a, a free-for-all you never know but um but until then until we spin the wheel we won't get there quite yet we have to we have to discuss some stuff Corey. i think there happens to be some van halen news that we can discuss what do you say yeah there's a little bit
1: uh of course you can always go to the van halen news desk to get all your van halen news uh, they do a, of an amazing job over there um we have this kind of back and forth going though uh, when it comes to an eddie van halen tribute of course um Wolfgang, now twice uh, for the Tara Hawkins Tribute Concerts, has gone out on stage and performed a couple of Van Halen songs. In London, they did uh, Hot for Teacher and uh, On Fire. And uh, in LA, they did Hot for Teacher and Panama. And uh, it was uh, Dave Grohl on bass and uh, Justin Hawkins on vocals. And they fucking killed it. Like, it was just amazing. And everyone's praising Wolfie, and rightly so, for like how he's playing these songs. And he said, and you know that oh, that's yeah. kind of his, that, you know that that's his closure. You know, he wanted to do it to kind of honor Taylor, of course, but also to honor his dad. He never really had that opportunity, and he never plays Van Halen stuff uh, as part of the mammoth set, which is cool. You know, he wants to keep all that separate, and that's fantastic. But he he just just absolutely killed him. It was note perfect. He was so fantastic, and of course that got everybody. Oh, we should have Van Halen with Wolfie, no, 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 no. Let the kid do his own thing. He feels like. He's got some closure now out of this because the likelihood of a tribute in his eyes are incredibly slim whenever you're dealing with the Van Halen camp, which is, which is one of the more dysfunctional band camps, maybe ever. You never know what the (laughs) fuck is going on. And um, so you have that on one side, and then you have Sammy on the other side saying, Oh, I'd absolutely love to do something. And maybe I'll call Alex in a week or two and uh, see what he's up to. And I'll even sing Dave songs to make the fans happy. And we'll get Mikey on board and we'll do a big tribute. Yeah, I don't know if it's that easy, though. Uh, you no know, no one knows what Alex is thinking at all. I don't think he's come out and said anything uh, one way or the other about anything, uh, for that matter. And obviously, he's still in mourning. He's going to take as much time as he needs. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you hear some stuff maybe from the management saying, you know, maybe we should try and put something together. And if they could, obviously, it'd be amazing. But um, when you're talking about, you know, David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar and, and Alex, uh, you know, kind of getting together to do something, Uh, history shows that they that may not be as easy as it sounds
2: no and honestly i think the fact that we haven't heard uh anything from alex is pretty telling uh just in the sense of yes you're right he he is still mourning he or he's he's dealing with this in his own way and it it doesn't sound like he is in any rush whatsoever to jump back into this um back into the the machine as it were without his collaborative you know partner in crime you know what i mean his his, his brother uh not just a uh, band brother but you know actual brother you know the these two the lifeblood of the band there it's in the name for god's sakes it doesn't sound like he uh is too keen to start anything anytime soon and nor should he, he really shouldn't have to. I know I get why people would be excited at the prospect. Look, if they announced it tomorrow, I would be excited about the prospect, but it doesn't have to happen. It's totally okay. Like, like you said, uh, Wolfie's got his own thing going on right now. And he's excited about that. He's in the studio right now, prepping for new Mammoth, So that is where his focus is at this moment. And kudos to you dude like for by all means go write yourself another awesome record i can't wait to hear it you don't have to think about van halen stuff right now because that's just it's done he said he had closure during the taylor hawkins tribute uh performances great because if that is your closure if, if you heard what he did there's no better way there's no better way to go out like my my words can't even form just because i just don't understand why people are so hung up on the fact that it mu- there must be uh, a continuation there doesn't we can just let it go and and I know Sammy uh, is throwing his two cents in saying that he would be very keen to do it and I would love for him and Michael both to to join up with Wolfie and Alex uh, ideally and maybe do some some songs some sets but is it likely to happen? As you say, Corey, probably not. History has shown us that, and that is okay. We don't have to have it. It's fine. You, the, the The fans need to learn how to let go. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, it was closure for Wolfie.
1: You know what, uh, for me, as a diehard Van Halen fan, it was kind of closure for me, too, uh, watching both those sets. Like, uh, uh I, you know, I, I'm not embarrassed. I, I may have shed a tear uh my hero eddie van halen and watching his son just go out there in front of you know tens of thousands of people live and however many watching on stream and just destroying it and like playing playing for his dad and honoring his dad and it was amazing if that's all we got man i am fine with that Uh, if somehow everything aligns and everybody comes back together and they do a gig or like uh, Sammy mentioned, do a residency, two or three shows or whatever. I'm sure that'd be great too. And I, I'd be first in line. I'd be, you know, trying to get my passport back and uh, get it renewed here in Canada. There's like a two year wait list to get your passport renewed, but I'd be working as hard as I could. <laughs> so I get down to the stage and watch that show. But if it doesn't happen, I'm, I'm more than happy with, with the, the tribute that Wolf paid uh, his dad uh, at the Taylor Hawkins uh, tribute. And I can't wait for mammoth too. Uh, and I know mm. it, it's tough for him because when he started doing the, the first mammoth album, you know, his dad was around and now yep. this time he's, he's, you know, doing all the tracking and, and he's starting to work on drums and stuff this week and his dad's not there. And It's, you know, it's gotta be killing him. And I, I feel for the poor guy, but I, I can't wait for that album. Cause, uh, that mammoth album was one of my favorites of the past decade. It's absolutely phenomenal. And I can't wait for part two.
2: It was such a surprise too. I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise, but it is because you never know, you never know how, uh, legacy, uh, people are going to do in terms of their own, you know, project and stuff. People love Cher. Cher has a son who has a band called Dead Z is not that good. Um, I'm, <laughs> ap- apologies if you, if you're a Z fan out there, but I'm sorry. They're not, I've seen them live. They're not that good. Uh, so, Hey, sometimes it just skips a generation. These things oh, happen. <laughs> um. But look, that's not to say that uh, Sammy or Michael can't work with Wolfie on something else later down the road. Hell, maybe he's got something for him. I doubt it, but maybe in uh, this next mammoth project, maybe he'd be like, "Okay, Sammy, you want to do something? Come over here and do like vocals real quick. Like help me, like harmonize with me or something." Or I could call Michael too. Why not? We're here. Um, That would be cool. Uh, But again, as we say, if the closure he got. Doing the Taylor Hawkins tribute shows, playing those Van Halen songs, is all that he needed. Then that's all we need. Um, there's nothing more to be said about it. So uh, we're with you, Wolfie. How, however you want to do it, Sammy. I appreciate your enthusiasm, but you know don't don't give people false hope because it's, <laughs> it's, you're just setting yourself up for failure at that point. But uh, what nevertheless should there or should there not? Uh, arise some sort of uh, some sort of tribute for Van Halen with the members involved we will be waiting with eager breath or we will not and we will be completely content so there you have it um, anything else in the world of news or should we get on to the poll
1: uh, that's about it but you you talked about uh, you know uh, Wolfie really hasn't done much with Sammy or Mike I think that'd be really cool uh, if they it got would together did something I know uh, you know Sammy's talked about doing more Van Halen stuff uh on the road because of course he's touring with Sammy in the circle. They have their new album out, uh, which I haven't heard yet, but I hear really good things about. Uh so I can't wait to check that out. But you know why not? You know, if they're in the same area, let's bring Wolfie on and do a song and who knows, maybe something will come of it. Uh there there's still avenues and opportunities there. They don't always revolve around uh mm-hmm. the whims of David Lee Roth, if you will, or whoever in that <laughs> camp is is creating all the dysfunction. But uh that's really all there is for news. Uh the big news for us this week was our Twitter poll on last week's song and it's a little surprising.
2: It is surprising. Um, speaking of this song. Uh, so we covered dreams last week. Uh, I would love to hear if, <laughs> if Sammy and Michael wanted to get together with Wolfie and do a tribute, at least just one song do dreams. I think that would be a way to get to Wolfie to do it. Cause you know, Wolfie, oh, yeah. big fan of that song. Yeah. Um, And we are big fans of that song. It is one of my top tier Van Halen tracks. But the how did how did the rest of our audience feel about dreams?
1: Well, I tell you, I thought for sure this would have been, you know, mid '90s. What dreams are made of? Like you, you always got the one or two contrarians who got to, you know, you know, monkey up the works here a little bit, the cult of Mariano, if you will. But mm-hmm. holy cow, uh, this one was seventy-eight point two percent. What dreams are made of? Twenty-one point eight. This this dream is over. And that who is Who are shocking. you people?
2: <laughs> who are you? That is saying what? Like how? I don't and understand. Who hurt you? Who, who hurt you? This did, did, did the did, did the lyrics just not uplift you like they're supposed to? Did you just feel nothing? And this is coming from me who is one of the most cynical people in the world and and you voted no? I I even I got on this uh poll early just because I wanted to see how it was doing a few days ago. And I, I, I commented because I kept seeing more and more votes were swinging no. Like, who voted no? I want to know who you are. Out to yourself. Corey, please, please shed some light. What are they saying? Well, I,
1: I got a working theory that uh, Sammy banged a lot of groupies in the 80s. And maybe there's a lot of uh, uh, men who uh, didn't grow up with daddy uh, because Sammy Hagar oh. was on tour. May, and maybe they're bitter. Uh, And and they voted no. That's the only reason I could think of because even (laughs) the aforementioned John Mariano, uh, his, his comment
2: was uh, who the fuck voted against this. You're out of the cult. So (laughs) (laughs) exactly. That's if Mariano is saying it, then something is amiss. Maybe there's another cult. Maybe there's, it's another conspiracy. I don't know. I
1: don't know what's happening here. I can't even, I can't believe the results were like this, but let's get to the comments here. Of course, uh, Mark said who voted no uh airhead replied to that and said truly iconic sammy era van halen uh wolfgang van halen is right one of the best crazy thing i only just realized there are zero backing vocals on this one they just step back and let sammy nail it arguably ed's high guitar counterpoint takes the place of backing vocals but well, that's a great point we didn't even mention that mm-hmm. no, no one's singing it
2: backup on that that's that's all sammy i i honest to god did never even it didn't occur to me at all uh, even when we were listening to it again until I, I read this this tweet by Airhead. And I, you're right. You're absolutely right. There's no background vocals because there's no need for them because Sammy is just like, hold my beer, take a step back. I'm going to do this and just belts um, in such a beautiful way. So, yeah, great observation that I can't believe I never caught before either.
1: We were just enjoying the song so much. We kind of skipped right over that. So thank you very much uh, for that airhead. Uh, Let's go down to Heath McCoy, our good buddy, Heath, who says only the Dave or Die fans could have voted against this one. No question about my team, Dave Allegiance, but great is great. And this song climbs higher and higher. And then he put in brackets. See what I did there? (laughs) You're damn right, Heath. Good man. (laughs) Yeah. Great comment. Uh, The Sean Geek and Fast Fret Boy said, uh, we covered the entire 5150 album over on our show. Yes, they did. It's a great episode. Uh, if you recall, Dreams got an overwhelmingly high ranking on the entire album with this song. What Dreams are made of? More like one of the songs that defined Van Hagar 100%. Could not agree more.
2: Absolutely. No No argument.
1: Our friend from the Uriah Heap Show, Scott Haskins, says, uh, The most powerful and passionate vocal I've ever heard from Sammy. Nice drum fill, similar to one in Jump from this song. At the end of the clip, you play out every single show. So thank you very much for that, Scott. Yeah uh our good buddies at the deep purple podcast uh who uh, their twitter handle is now deep purple boo cast i see what you did there it is october uh, they <laughs> said i uh, can't tell you how many times i've heard this song but hearing it with you guys was like discovering it again for the first time an absolute classic great performances all around no oh, thank you guys yeah that is fantastic thanks so much for that uh, the mighty van halen says a perfectly written pop rock song killer solo corny lyrics disagree with mark the bat there Uh, The faux inspiration and verses are like a bad poem, but I know most people love it. So there's a little bit of a descending vote.
2: And I reiterate my GIF response. How dare you? Uh, Gee,
1: someone named Alice. Uh says, happy International Podcasting Day, boy. So you, you have to thank uh, Christy for that <laughs> comment, yeah.
2: Oh, cheeky Alice, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, Heath McCoy is back, and he says, amazing, uplifting tune. Sam's powerful vocal soars. Eddie's solo inspired. Off the chain perfection. And the drums of Alex, he's on fire here. Yep, electric drums. I've heard 5150 criticized for this, but it suits the album. Love the electric toms on this one.
2: Yeah, it, it was never... Uh... Like when I brought it up, it was never about uh, criticizing the electric toms whatsoever. It was just I am noticing that like, oh, okay, I hadn't really paid too much attention to it before, but I'm noticing like, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's using electric toms. And the more we kept listening to the song, the more apparent that, yes, indeed, he was. And that's fine. Wasn't a criticism, just an observation. And uh, yeah, just like he said, it fits. It suits the song, I think.
1: Totally. I I thought uh, Alex's more uh, electric drums on uh, OU812. I forgot he had kind of dabbled in it a little bit on 5150, so that's my bad, too. Mm -hmm. Again, I was just kind of caught up in the song, so I wasn't worried about getting (laughs) facts right. I was just really enjoying myself because I love that tune. Exactly. Uh, Next, our good buddy Kevin Brown says, uh, 10 out of 10, every part of this song is perfect. Nothing much else I want to say about it. Absolutely what dreams are made of. Couldn't agree more, Kev. Agreed, Kevin. All right, Kyle Anderson says this track always gets me in a good mood. When I hear it, I get higher and higher. Straight up, I climb. There you go. Thanks for that. Yes, Der Urs says most most likely the best vocal performance of Sammy Hagar ever, and what a killer song in general. Double thumbs up. Uh, I mentioned on the show it's probably my favorite Sammy Hagar vocal performance of all time.
2: Certainly uh, one of his best in the Van Halen era for sure, or his time in Van Halen. Um, I'm I cannot recall another song that i think uh is comparable that Mm -hmm. he did outside of van halen that would be uh in the similar vein so yeah you might be absolutely right there
1: there we go uh greg zito says this is sammy's best vocal and by the time eddie gets the second guitar solo i feel like i can fly and he put a little gift of superman on there so yes yeah very well said uh scott says great song musically it shows how eddie was evolving as a musician in 1986 it took advantage of sammy's strength as a singer and gift for lyrics where he puts effort into it inspiring song so you know when, when sammy tries uh, he, he does have uh, some game <laughs> as a lyricist
2: <laughs> you see it's there it's all there like no no one is I, I i've said this from the beginning no one is exempt from some you know bad every once in a while uh <laughs> Here's here's my problem, though, that I'm reading all these nice, good, uh, uh, happy comments. We obviously see where all of our uh, thumbs-up voters were. Where the hell are the down voters, though? What's happening? Cowards. I'm, I'm... All of them cowards. Ugh. Show
1: yourselves. <laughs> uh, here's one from uh, David Lee Smith. Uh, this is a negative. The chorus will take the vote for me. It's obviously what dreams are made of. Nuff said. Exactly right yes uh vh 5150 vh says one of their best the sam 100 percent agree with that one mm-hmm. and finally scott monroe says quintessential sammy era perfection makes me think of the music video of the band performing dreams at the whiskey A go-go as police and riot cure assemble to calm the masses trying to get tickets
2: i don't there remember are, that video
1: right? but uh, i'm gonna have to see that one
2: out <laughs> right um Again, and so we appreciate all of those. Uh, we echo those sentiments from every one of you, absolutely. But again, I'm just, I'm just baffled. I'm baffled at the near. Uh, I mean, 21.8, like 22 percent said, "Nah, not this one." Like what? Like, do you even like Van Halen, bro? Like, I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know what? I feel like th- there's a there's a divide here with our listeners. We have our contrarian. Uh, cult of Mariano, of course, but even even the cult can of Mariano can sometimes agree uh, when good is good and that's fine. They can be reasoned with, I suppose. I feel there is perhaps another faction of contrarians that are all Diamond Dave supporters and nothing more. You know, we've talked about this before, how there's just the divide between fans. You're You're either a, a Dave guy or you're a Sammy guy, and there is no in between. And I just, I have to feel that this 22% might be the Diamond Dave collective.
1: I agree with you, but I'm, I'm hoping maybe, Mark, through our show, let's try and, and, and bring that divide a little closer together. Let's get the Dammy side and the Sammy side closer together. Why does everything have to be so black and white? It's not just, I love this and I hate this. There, uh-huh. you know, there could be shades in the middle. I personally prefer David Lee Roth. I also yeah. love Sammy Hagar and mm-hmm. dreams is one of my favorite van halen songs of all time and i you know and and you're you're kind of the opposite you prefer sammy you love sammy but you don't mind mm-hmm. david either you like that era as well you've been poping for a yeah. name song for like two months now uh, on the way yes <laughs> <laughs> my, I, it's
2: just like my my two favorite van halen songs that are neck and neck one is a sammy tune and one is a dave tune yeah and i've been like itching for either one of them. Um, my introduction to Van Halen was uh, from a Dave era uh, like song. So, I mean, yeah, of course I like Diamond Dave. Of course I do. But if I'm talking about which one I prefer, I prefer Sammy. But that doesn't mean that, you know, I, I pref- uh, uh, vote one over the other. It's just like, no, it just as we've discovered through the show, sometimes it just depends on the song um mm-hmm. Sammy is not without his stinkers whatsoever neither is Dave but uh, it's just there's yes it's a middle ground so all of you out there you 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 Sammy haters let's find a mutual understanding because this poll should have been incredibly one-sided and I just I'm I'm baffled I'm baffled
1: well and I would hope that the middle ground is that we all love and appreciate Eddie Van Halen especially Alex yes. Van Halen and michael anthony and wolfgang as well yes. you know if you have a preference to one singer or another that's fine but don't make it so cut and dry open yourself up to maybe experiencing uh, this music a different way that's what the whole point of this show that everyone gave us such shit for you don't know anything about the <laughs> band i don't give a fuck I- i'm rediscovering this band i'm rediscovering their catalog and bringing on the guests that, that kind of help us do that one yeah. track at a time that's the whole point and mm-hmm. I'm appreciating Sammy more and more as a vocalist. And he does have some really killer lyrics on some tracks. And some are stinkers, just like Dave mm-hmm. has stinkers, just like you just said. like Dave. Just yeah. Open yourself up. Put all your prejudices aside and listen to the song. Can you mm-hmm. find merit in it? Can you find merit in dreams? Yeah, it's a perfectly crafted pop rock song. Van Halen 2 is a lot heavier. We get it. But there's good stuff in there <laughs> if you open yourself up to it.
2: It's all there. Yeah, just, uh, you know, I don't know open your mind open your ears and just like let it take you away let it allow yourself to be open to the experience okay you know it's yep. been a long time a lot of these songs are decades years old so like it's okay to you know allow yourself to feel uh, other things other than you know one track mindedness so uh uh so we just we just simply ask you to be on the journey with us as well okay so there you are um but thank you for voting, everybody. Thank you for your your comments on the poll. And now comes the time where I ask you, Corey. It's been a it's it, it's been a week for you. You got uh, some some crazy things coming up uh, with work. You need a good good Van Halen tune. So I ask you, which one do you want to manifest for tonight's show? Well, you know what? Um,
1: after that whole discussion and me being more of a Dave guy, I really want to hear a Sammy tune because <laughs> i really i really want to cement that point and i know uh, we almost spun pound cake but two away from that was run around and oh, that is man. the song that really uh really opened me up to the four unlawful awful album i remember pound cake came out like you know that's a great song and all the video was fantastic but run around mm-hmm. with, with the spinning stage of that video oh god did i love that and that is one of my all-time favorite van halen songs i i, I need a good one tonight i feel like uh hey there's a ton of good stuff on there but give me some classic sammy give me some fuck give me some run around that's what i'm hoping for
2: i too i i'm not i'm not gonna go with my original manifestation idea i'm gonna go i'm gonna echo you what i want is a good track from for unlawful carnal knowledge that is exactly what i think we need if it's pound cake awesome that (laughs) would be great uh if it's run around awesome too i would love right now uh just like give me a good yeah top tier uh song from for unlawful i think uh something from the fuck album is definitely needed oh that sounds
1: great give me something like a top of the world love top of the world Uh, or the dream is you know we had dreams last week why don't we have uh the dream is over this week (laughs)
2: <laughs> Wouldn't that be uh I don't know if that's irony or if that would just be uh just a hilarious uh, happy coincidence. I don't know, but either way I'm here for it. So you're here for it, I'm here for it. We're 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 priming the wheel, we're hoping, we're praying that it gives us something amazing. Um if it's not from foreign lawful, fine, but you know, give it we need something. We need something good uh to uh kind of Get us back into the zone. So, whenever you're ready, Corey, I'm ready. Sammy, when you're ready, take us away. Here we go.
1: Oh. All right, and we're coming up with Ooh. oh, oh, so be... close. Woman in close. Love from Van Love. So, about as Look far away from the Fuck album as you can get. We're going all the way back. To Van, Van Halen, Halen 2.
2: 2. All right.
1: I'm not you what, mad man,
2: at it though. <laughs>
1: not at all. Uh, Van Halen 2 is an album we haven't done a ton of songs uh, from yet. Uh no, so uh Woman in Love was the uh, ninth track. Uh or the almost second to last song uh, right before Beautiful Girls. Um do you have any recollections of this one, Mark?
2: Just, oh yeah, just uh I mean, cuz I've jammed van halen one and two probably the well that's not true i was gonna say the most but that's not true for Lawful is probably the one i've jammed the most uh but van halen one and two and as i've told
0: hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank
2: uh, in my, in my headcanon. So a lot of times if I'm rocking out to one, I have to either go on to the next or go back to the other one. Uh, so yes, I have, I've kind of covered this album top to bottom quite a few times. I love this track. It's not my favorite absolute track from the album, but it's still, it's great. Um, and it's, it's, uh, I don't have any direct memories about it, just that it's one of those good Van Halen tracks uh, from early Van Halen that makes you kind of fall in love with their sound. How about you? Yeah.
1: Oh, this is one I haven't heard in a while. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I don't think I've really spun Van Halen too, since uh, Chris L was on the show Oh, uh, doing out of love again, way back when, Uh, like I said, I tried not to listen to Van Halen because I kind of want to listen to these songs with fresh ears. Uh, so, Women mm-hmm. of Love" isn't a track I heard a lot of. I I, I remember really digging the harmonics at the beginning. Uh, and, oh yeah. I thinking that was really cool. I don't I don't I don't want to tip my hand. Obviously, I'm going to listen to this with fresh ears, but I don't think there's a bad track on Van Halen too. Uh So, uh, whatever we we spin a Van Halen 2 song, I am pretty damn happy. So, yes,
2: yeah, spoiler alert, probably <laughs> uh, to uh, what what you might get later on, but nevertheless. Let's see if maybe uh, we have a fresh perspective this time around.
1: All right, here we go. This is Woman in Love from Van Halen 2. There's the
2: harmonics on that
1: intro that I was talking about that I really really dig.
2: Uh huh. Do you uh, you're familiar with the film uh, Van uh, um, uh, Wayne's World, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> There's a scene in Wayne's World when uh, Wayne is going to try out this new Fender Stratocaster that he's had his eye on for a long time, and right before he starts playing, the clerk stops him and says, "No stairway to heaven," and that's kind of like a rule of thumbs. It's like if you're gonna play the guitar, the electric guitar, you know, with the amp on and everyone's going to hear you do not play the riffs to Stairway to Heaven. Just don't do it. It's, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you don't wear the band t-shirt of the band. You're going to go see at the show. I don't know who made up that rule, but whatever, you don't do it. Um, this intro with all like the the whole riff, uh, the, the harmonics and all sound like something that if you know how to play it, and you're going to go try out a new guitar or a new amp, this might be uh, the thing that you're going to try out, you know, and you and you do it specifically so that you know the whole store is going to hear you and uh, <laughs> the whole store is either going to be very impressed or you're going to fuck it up. And then the, everyone's just going to be like, Oh my God, turn it the hell off, dude, get out of here. <laughs> but that's what, that's what this, uh, this intro has always reminded me. I was like, Oh, this is one of those, uh, Guitar Center riffs where you go in like, oh, let me try out this uh, this new Fender right here, and you know, and see if you can impress the uh, the employees.
1: Well, and if you remember, Wayne's World, uh, he I think he plays just three notes, but they're nowhere near the three notes at the beginning of Stairway to Heaven. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's they could, closer they to women in love it. actually yeah yeah they couldn't afford the like even three notes to the yeah we can't even
1: get close to stairway or we're gonna get sued so it was just a <laughs> random three notes uh but i found a great quote from eddie van halen about that intro which i'll, I'll read here for you uh he yeah. says and i quote uh there are some harmonics i do on the intro which i really like it sounds different and i double track it too so it sort of sounds like what a harmonizer does it sounds like mm-hmm. i use a harmonizer but i didn't all i did was double it I used the regular Strat on that, and it sounds really neat. That's the only other guitar I used beside my main guitar, uh, which is, of course, the striped one from the first album cover. He says, I put it together myself, and it has a Tele pickup in the back and a Fat Strat pickup and something else. I just had a junk body laying around, and I threw it together in a day. I had a Dan Electro neck, and I put on it. I only used it for that one part because my other guitar is too ballsy-sounding to play quiet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. he's yeah, like, oh,
2: yeah, just... Put it together in a day. You yeah, threw together a like guitar like, in a day. <laughs> it's like my god. Ugh. If I if I didn't love the guy so much, I'd be like, man, fuck this guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what a you're you're like sh- showing showing your dick like right away. It's like, oh yep, here it is. It's, this is this is what I do. I just put a guitar together, double it with my uh you know my original riff. Yeah, no big deal. Whatever. The other one's yeah, too like- ballsy. <laughs> except in Eddie's uh case
1: when he's showing his dick it's 18 inches long and, and he fucks <laughs> like a jackhammer cuz he's Eddie
2: Van Halen. Yeah, there it is. So, it's, it's that's his his whammy bar is uh is what he calls his piece.
1: Oh man, that, that is good shit. And when you're listening to it with the headphones on, you got Eddie on the left, you Uh got Mikey on the right, and you got like David singing on the left. You got the
2: harmonizing on the, oh, it sounds so great. It's, oh, it's brilliant. This, it's, it's such a, it's weird to say uh, a nostalgic trip for me just because like this was, this came out before my time uh but i don't know this this just gives me the feeling of hearing those early uh van halen songs like on the radio when i was a kid like i've I've talked about that before um so it just i don't know it just kind of makes me feel like a kid thinking about like rock and roll and and uh what that means and what life can be a party and life can be fun all you need is uh you know, women in love and rock and roll. That's, uh, I just, uh, I, I love, I love the sound of this. I love everything that's going on right now. Well, and
1: lyrically, it sounds like, uh, this woman that Dave's interested in is, is kind of torn between him and somebody else. So, uh, we'll, we'll see, uh, how the story progresses here. <laughs> So that's interesting, and uh, I found Mm -hmm. another quote from Eddie Van Halen here. Uh, It sounds like uh, Dave's girl is interested in girls.
2: That's what it sounds like, and you know.
1: If you're needing a woman just as bad as me, and Eddie uh, said, uh, if you follow the lyrics, you can look at it two ways. It's about a guy going out with a chick, and as opposed to the conventional way of losing a chick to a guy, he loses his chick to another chick. If you don't listen carefully, it sounds like women in love about a chick just running off with another guy. But they put a little extra twist to it, where it's uh, a girl leaving him for another girl, which is kind of cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh subvert expectations early, uh, saying, and, uh, you know, what's diamond Dave going to do? Like, what, what are you going to do? She, she leaves you for another woman. Like you've lost that battle, dude. Like I'm, she's not coming back. Um, this gives me the feeling though, this is like a song, uh, you'd hear, um, I, I think I've mentioned before, uh, sometimes there's such a thing as like bar songs, where you're at a bar, you're just chilling out, you're having a drink or two, and uh, there's just a good rock song sort of playing in the background. But it just, but it seeps into your system, and you kind of just you're vibing it. This is one of those sort of like bar vibey songs to me because it's not it's not your typical Van Halen where it's like a pulsing steady rock. Like it's not like I "Ain't Talking About Love," which is just like constant, constant, constant. It's kind of almost in the sense of a uh, running with the devil in the sense it's, it's calm in the, uh, in the verses a little bit, where it's just kind of like taking the music back a little bit. That's not saying that the guys in the band aren't doing anything because they are, uh, but it's not as just full in your face. It's kind of subtle until it like gets to that chorus. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I couldn't agree more.
1: Uh, I had a thought and I lost it. So we're just going to play the song. (laughs)
2: It happens.
1: Or the night. Okay, before the guitar solo, I remembered what it was. You mentioned this being like a bar song. One thing mm-hmm. you don't catch listening to this in a bar, like off a of juice box, is how great the background vocals are and and yes when you listen to this with headphones on you really hear mikey and eddie oh man it's so clean was, it is yeah, so crisp and so
2: good i was wondering when we were going to get to it because like <laughs> i was i was holding off it was like no no no, like don't forget it don't forget to mention it yeah those those harmonies are so good ah early michael and the early eddie just is working working as a cohesive unit man it's uh ah, it was a beautiful thing Oh, it's the magic of of early Van Halen. Really
1: all Van Halen is is that harmony, right? Like that's how that nitty's guitar tone. And and for me, Alex's drums is how you can pick out a Van Halen song. Just a few bars in when you're listening to it on the
2: radio. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, that is what makes this band stand. If if people haven't figured that out already, it is the magical collective of all of these things put together. I mean, the, the Van Halen brothers already had their, uh, Formula as, as far as playing together goes and as far as like what they wanted from one another, because, you know, they're brothers, they're playing together, they they understand one another, they understand what each other wants. But then you add things of Michael Anthony's, you know, bass skills that probably doesn't get as much love as they should, but his vocal harmonies, on the other hand, unstoppable. And then, you know, you got the char- the charisma of, of Diamond Dave and then later Sammy Hagar and just, yeah, all of those things working together. That's what makes a great rock band. You get these different elements and you, you blend them. And most of the time you just have to hope you get a good result. But sometimes the magic is just right.
1: All right, we should talk about the solo, but I just, before you get to the guitar stuff, I just want to point mm-hmm. out again what Alex is doing on the cymbals there. Right. Yeah. And 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 that, that's what I'm picking up more than anything. Ding, 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 just the little accents he's putting on the cymbals uh, that really lay the groundwork for Eddie to, to put down what I think is another great Eddie Van Halen solo.
2: Yeah. Alex is given the sort of the ornamentation with the, uh, with the symbols, you know, just sort of, he's highlighting really like what, cause Eddie is doing this, all this finger. He, it sounds like a lot of finger tapping on the fretboard is what he's doing, right. uh, which that's not out of character for Eddie whatsoever, <laughs> but he's doing it. He's doing it a lot in a very kind of, uh, tight formation. And Alex with the symbols is just really highlighting it. Uh, when he's kind of, he's kind of off the beat of where, uh, where Eddie is, is tapping. And then, um, but then Michael is also he he hasn't let up with the uh, with the bass rhythm at all and he's he's still keeping it moving um so yeah not not Eddie's probably most uh, rip-roaring solo but that does not take away from uh how you know fitting it is well and
1: i thought it was kind of cool that you, you have Mikey with the bass kind of the low register and then then you got Eddie he's really kind of restrained he's not really changing uh you know uh, the harmonics or anything like he's not really going high not really going low he's kind of staying in a certain pocket and then you got alex on the yeah. cymbal so you kind of have that that high that mid and that low where it's bass mm-hmm. guitar yeah. and the and then the drums i i thought that was kind of cool
2: yeah just sort of uh making it a not a chord but just yeah yeah a full blend a three part yeah. blend
1: uh, yeah that's what i was looking for <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Woman in yeah. Love from 1979's Van Halen, too, uh, also performed quite a bit uh, on the 2000 tours on 2012. And 2012 was played 50 times, 2015 was played 41 times. And there is a live version of this on the Tokyo Dome Live in Concert uh, release. It was on Disc Two, sandwiched between Hot for Teacher and Romeo Delight.
2: I could see that because this isn't uh, one of their overly kind of crazy high energy songs. Uh, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's a little bit more subtle. It's a good rock tune to be sure, but it's not, uh, it's, it's not like crazy out there. So I could mm-hmm. see them wanting, you know, when the vocals may not be at their absolute best or something, you, you don't want to overdo it. This is a good song for that. This isn't, it's not too high. It's not too low. It's just kind of right there. I get it. Yep. Uh, let's play just a little bit of
1: it, if you don't mind. I, I kind of want to hear yeah, how yeah. Uh, how Eddie and Wolfie uh, harmonized on, on there. And he, let's hear how Dave sounded, too. Yeah, yeah. What do you think he played this on, Mark?
2: I'm assuming his Frankenstrat, but maybe not.
1: I think he hit the nail on the head when he said, this is like in Dave's wheelhouse at the time, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's not too vocally taxing. He could play it near the end of the set and it still sounds pretty good. Yeah. Those harmonies are tight as hell wow like, you know, I, yeah, yeah for a live <laughs> show that's crazy <laughs> well and you know eddie doesn't give enough credit i think for his part in those harmonies like everyone always points out michael <laughs> anthony because he sings so high but eddie's right there too and wolfie's a tremendous singer as well and one thing listening to him do like panama and stuff uh on the taylor hawkins shows uh, he's singing those harmonies like right on it sounds just like you mm-hmm. know mikey and his dad it, it's right in there so uh that sounded fantastic
2: yeah, those are really good tight. It's it's hard to do. It's hard to get your harmonies that tight in a live show when you're playing that loud of music. Uh, I, I I can just tell you from experience, it's hard to do. Uh, and especially depending on what leg of the tour you're on. So, yeah, kudos to uh, Wolfie and Eddie, man. Just that was very very tight. Sounded fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark, uh, with that, I, I guess it's time
1: for us to vote. Uh, let's. Start I guess with you. so. What sure we'll start thoughts? with me yeah uh, let's see is this dream over or is this what dreams are made of
2: i mean why why bother with with shenanigans at, at this point you know at, Corey already said it at the beginning of, or before we started playing the song, there's not a bad song on the Van Halen 2 album. I fully agree with that. Women in Love is no exception to that whatsoever. It is, um, this is one of those songs, like I said, it kind of puts me in a, a nostalgic mood because of what it uh, reminds me of, just being a kid, listening to early Van Halen. Um, And, uh, you know, when the world was at uh, my fingertips, uh, <laughs> I was so, <laughs> so naive at the time, but nevertheless, the song, is killer it's a good song to just vibe out to if you just want to hang out with people hang out with your friends have you know have a drink or whatever or if you're just you just really want to sit down and analyze a really good rock song you can do that this is this is absolutely a good example to do that as well because it's, it's not too heavy it's not so slow that it's like a uh like a power ballad or anything like that and it's like no it's just a nice smooth groove of a tune van halen has plenty of those songs they're they're i would say known a lot for i mean they're known for a lot lot of their uh, rip-roaring solos and their hard rock music but look they've got some smooth grooves as well women in love is part of that uh uh repertoire of those songs i think uh everything just works man i i love the harmonies uh as as you guys well know um, the, the solo fit the song just like Eddie when he when he does it well he does it very very well um, Alex being Alex man especially right there at the end kind of throwing us for a loop with that, uh, that weird rhythm um, at the end <laughs> that's, I'm still trying to figure that one out um, but more and more I just I'm more appreciative of the musicianship there so women in love is absolutely what dreams are made of it's early Van Halen how could you vote against it I don't know, but we'll find out because Corey, what say you? Is women in love, uh, what the dreams are made of, or is the dream over and has she just walked out with the other woman?
1: Nope. She's staying with David tonight. I love this song. I love this album. Uh, this is maybe I, one of the greatest one, two punches in rock history, Van Halen one and Van Halen two. Like, fuck you, it doesn't get any better than that. And I've been waiting a while for this anecdote. I've been reading a lot of Van Halen lately, and I've been waiting for a Van Halen 2 track uh, to come up so I can tell this little anecdote to you, Mark. I'm not sure if you know this, but in the liner notes of Van Halen 2, uh, the Sheraton Inn in Madison, Wisconsin is thanked because on Van Halen's first tour, they stayed at the hotel and completely destroyed the floor they were staying on. They had fire extinguisher fights, they threw televisions out of windows, and they blamed it on the... On the band that was uh, playing with them on that tour, which was Journey. So, <laughs> if, if you're the Sheridan in Madison, Wisconsin, and you got Journey staying there and Van Halen, and they completely trash the entire floor, who do you think it's going to be?
2: Clearly, you. I mean, look, Steve Perry was a wild man. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it was the Van Halen boys. But no,
1: I. Of course, is it. fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Like I I can't imagine anyone downloading this song or anything off Van Halen 2. And if you do, for shame, for shame, Mm -hmm. turn in your Van Halen fan card, because fuck you, this is great Van Halen. This is great rock and roll. I love this track. I needed this one tonight. We didn't get our fuck song, but that's okay. We got a great Van Halen 2 track, and I'm very happy
2: never mad at a van halen 2 track never mad at a van halen 1 track either so oh. yeah just br- bring those on yeah as uh, Corey mentioned we we haven't had too much from van halen 2 so yeah i'm looking forward to the rest of that catalog uh because i love that album very dearly women in love man yeah that's uh, i'm probably gonna end up listening to that like two or three more times later, just because I'm just, it's such a, such a sweet, sweet groove. And, uh, I don't know, you can vibe to it, man. And sometimes the vibe just must go on. Uh, speaking of vibing, you've been vibing with us here at the show. Uh, Corey, where can the people find the show? If they want to get some merch, if they want to find uh, the back order, the back catalog, all the good stuff, where can they find you personally? Oh, they can
1: find the show uh, www.podcastwellrock.com on Twitter at podcastwellrock.com. They can find me at cdmarset.com. And they can find us as part of the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. A ton of fantastic shows on the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. I'll go through them real quick for you. We have the Deep Purple Podcast. They have been killing it lately. Absolutely fantastic show. Uh, Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Skinnered Reconsidered. In the Lap of the Pods. Of course, that's a queen podcast. Uh, the Magicians podcast hosted by Scott Haskin about Uriah Heap. They got a new album coming out soon. So Scott will be cranking that machine up again here real soon. Woo. Uh, then, then we got Hawk Binge, Maiden, A to Z, Diary of the Madman, Talking about Ozzy's new album, which is really good, actually. So check out Diary of the Madman; That's fantastic stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Metal Gods podcast, universally speaking, uh, Backtracks, Aerosmith Revisited, uh, featuring myself and uh, some other guy and another guy. We've actually added a co-host. That'll be coming up soon. That'll be released uh, very quickly. You'll find out who that is. Uh, So far, so pod, so what? The Tom Petty Project, Backtrack, Steve Music, Talking Everything, Movie Music, and T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the other side. Mark Meyer, I know you got a ton of stuff going on. Where can the folks find you online?
2: find me at mark the bat on twitter and instagram we just had some uh, uh we just had a show uh called women to the front it's our third time doing it it's a tribute show uh celebrating women songwriters women uh front people of bands uh, throughout the ages mostly 80s 90s and early aughts uh that was a great turnout uh, a lot of, a lot of money was raised for uh the ymca charity event so thank you all if you were involved uh, to all who came out and to all involved, it was a great time. Uh, stay tuned for the Halloween bash. Uh, the exit Inn is one of Nashville's oldest and most prestigious venues. And unfortunately it's going away because so many things are going away for various reasons. So if you want to uh Catch one of the last shows before the exit in has to finally close its doors. Come on down to Hol- on Halloween night to the Halloween Bash. We'll be doing uh, a whole sleuth of songs dedicated to the holiday, including songs from uh, The Misfits, Rob Zombie, uh, even some classic songs that you might uh, have heard in your childhood, uh, some songs you might have heard from some classic TV shows. We're throwing it all in there, man. It is going to be a bash one to be remembered. And it's probably going to be the last time I am on the, uh, the exit end stage. That makes me very, very sad, but it's going to be a good time.
1: Mark, we have late breaking news. Oh? I, I, I opened Twitter uh, to get the Deep Dive podcasting show, so I got them all right. And Tom, uh, Tom, who's going to be on the show next week, tagged you in a tweet. The question is, it's a poll. He wanted your opinion, I want to get it on the show here first where you officially respond. The question is, you can only go to one concert. Whose show are you going to see? And the four choices are Aerosmith, Van Halen with Sammy Hagar, Grand Funk Railroad, and the Steve Miller Band.
2: Well, if Grand Funk doesn't just pump you up, then, I mean, what are we even doing? No, <laughs> do you even have to ask? Do you have to ask? It's absolutely Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. Are you kidding me? It's, they could do the only the For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge uh, album from top to finish, and that's it. And I'd still be happy. Are you? Hell, that's, they, that's not even a question. <laughs> they could do Balance
1: from top to bottom, and you'd probably pick that one over the other three.
2: Yes. Like, yeah, give me that. And that is no, I'm throwing no shade at Aerosmith or Steve Miller whatsoever. Okay. But come on, come on. I, I I took the liberty of voting for
1: you. Currently the votes are Van Halen 37%, Aerosmith 34 uh Grand Funk at 14 and Steve Miller Band at 13 So
2: that's kind of funny. I would have expected uh, Steve Miller to at least be in third place, but nope. I, guess I know, not. right? But yeah,
1: who would have thought? Yeah.
2: But uh, nope, it's definitely, uh, give give me the, the Sammy stuff.
1: There you have it. Uh, I went ahead and voted Grand Funk for you, so. Uh...
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that is that is the show, you guys. We did it. We did another one. Uh, we're we're getting so close to the end. Just kidding. We still have so, over 70 songs to go. We're not 73? even remotely close. Yep, but 73? I'll tell you what, we are uh, 73. Wow. But we are approaching that time of, uh, I believe, Corey. We might be approaching our anniversary very, very soon in the in the coming weeks, maybe the the coming month, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm maybe not much it was of a producer April. that I don't know this off the top of my head. <laughs> but, uh... For whatever reason, I was thinking we started this uh, back in back in November, but uh, but if we haven't, if it is April, then disregard. Fuck, you're right.
1: November fifth, twenty
2: twenty one, we started. Yes. yes you remember remember the 5th of
1: november yes we should do something special for our anniversary shouldn't we
2: we should. We should keep that in the dockets. In fact, actually, all of you listening, let us know when November 5th rolls around for our anniversary, what what would you like for us to do? Do you have any suggestions? Uh, and don't just say, uh, well, no, nah, never mind. I'm not even going to say it out loud because you'll, you will that's exactly what I think our listeners would do. Like, yeah, that thing Mark doesn't want to do that. Like, we want you to do that. Like, No. Uh, but yeah, no, give us, give us some feedback. Cause that's crazy. I knew I had a feeling that it was, it was approaching because November just stuck out in my brain, but wow, Corey, almost a solid year of doing this. This is, that's insane. Um, it, it, it's, it, it seems unbelievable. We lasted
1: this long, right? We thought I will do this for a few <laughs> weeks. Nobody yeah, will listen, yeah. but no, yeah, we're a full year and we still got 73 shows to go. So we, we got at least another year and a half, maybe two years,
2: uh, to go, but that's fine. I'm still having fun. How about you? I'm having a blast, and I'm—it's equally fun because you all, the listeners, are interacting with us. You're—you're—you're you're, you're a part of our journey. Even if you know uh, Van Halen's catalog top to bottom before we showed up, you're still in it with us, and we appreciate you. So thank you for sticking it out with us, and uh, keep on—we're not done. We are not done yet because we still haven't covered my favorite track yet. Uh, my two favorite tracks. Yeah, we they still have not come up yet, so we certainly can't we certainly can't end the show until we at least do those come because that would just make me so sad. Um, and we've got guests lined up, so we're we're gonna keep going strong, you guys. But yes, feel free to let us know if there's something special you'd like us uh for us to do for our anniversary. Corey and I will have a think on it, and uh, we'll we'll see what we all come up with. But until that time. On behalf of Corey Morissette and myself, this is and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later.